It is wildly frustrating and so discouraging to go through your entire sales presentation and at the end, your prospect tells you, I gotta think about it. Or the price is too high. Or call me in a month. You have an incredible product or service. Why can't they see that? And how can you get them back from the point of expressing their objections to being a buying happy customer? Or even better, how can you prevent the objections before they ever occur? In today's video, we will go over the five most common objections and I will give you the proven strategies for preventing these objections and also overcoming them in the event that they still do occur. Objection number one, I need to talk it over with my spouse. This is a totally valid objection, like most objections are. Many people, including my husband and I both, do not make bigger purchases or life decisions without consulting one another. With that said, you want to squash this objection before it can ever surface. And the way that you do that is by setting the stage. When you are scheduling a time to meet and discuss the details of your product and request that all decision makers are present during the presentation, do your best to schedule a time when you can talk to both of them. The reason being is having your prospect play telephone with all of the information that you shared with his or her wife is the worst. We all know how the game of telephone ends. Not good, nothing gets conveyed the way that it's supposed to. Everything gets misconstrued and left out. So avoid this from occurring at all costs by setting the stage and asking that all decision makers are present when you go to present. Now, say that you weren't able to arrange a time for both decision makers to be present or you know they weren't able to do it. If this objection, I gotta talk it over with my spouse, arises, there are two approaches you can take. Both of them involve getting a commitment. One, you can say, I totally get that, Barb. Do you like what I've showed you so far? Okay, cool. If you want, it's often best that I come back and present again. There are just so many details and it's often best if I'm here to answer questions when they do arise when we present all the details of this product. Then I can leave all the information with you guys and you can make an educated decision together from there. Does that work? What days work best for both of you? I have Tuesday or Thursday, a three or, or seven. Now here's an important tip when it comes to overcoming objections. If you want someone to continue listening to you after they've expressed their objections, it's important to acknowledge their objection. Don't disregard it. Don't push it to the side. Acknowledge it by saying something like, I totally get that. I can see where you're coming from. I've had clients in the past express the same concerns and this is what we've done for them to make it work. And then transition to your solution to shifting the objection into a positive and a purchase. You, you first must acknowledge their objection. Something isn't settling right with them, I totally get that. Let's work to overcome this together. Now, the second part of this, I need to talk it over with my spouse getting a commitment, is that you can commit them to making a purchase right then and there without their spouse present. And the way that you do that is by saying, again, I totally get that, Barb. Do you think that Tom will like what I showed you today? No. Okay, do you think he would be most concerned about the product or the price? 
and then she tells you the product or the price and then you work to overcome these objections by highlighting the solutions to those problems that your product provides. If she says yes, she thinks that he would be okay with everything, um, he would like the product and would probably want to purchase, you can then follow up with, okay, to save us time down the line, we can get the paperwork started now, and then worst case, you can call me and cancel, or worst case, you can get a refund if you guys try out the product and you don't get your desired results. If she doesn't agree with that, which oftentimes people do, if they, if they feel confident, if they feel confident in everything that you've told them and they feel confident that their spouse will feel confident in it too, they'll start the paperwork. And the reason why you wanna get the paperwork signed right then and there is because so many things occur in people's lives and there's so much power in follow-up and I'll address that in a future video, but so many things occur in people's lives and we just get busy. And so to save everyone time and energy, get the paperwork done right then right then and there, and also while you're there with them so you can answer any questions that they have regarding certain aspects of contracts or anything like that. Now, in the event that she says, no, I don't wanna sign the paperwork, I think that he would, I think that he would like this, but I'm not ready to move forward, okay, totally. I'm happy to come back and go over everything with Tom on Tuesday if that works well for both of you. Objection number two, I need to think about it. As a person myself who's not inclined to make impulse decisions, and I always wanna think about everything before I make a purchase, I wanna make sure that I'm 100% on board. I understand this response entirely. With that said, you as a salesperson, I as a salesperson need to identify if, that, if our prospect is just trying to get us out of the door, get them out of our house, off the phone, whatever it may be, or if they're really going to take time out of their busy lives to think about it. In that moment, when this objection is presented to you, you need to think to yourself, have I created enough of a desire so that after I leave this home, that they're going to dedicate time out of their busy lives to think about my offer? Now, if you feel like <laughs> you haven't added enough value and that they're not gonna think about it, like really, you feel as though they're just trying to get you out the door, one of the most common ways to overcome this objection is to do something like a manager call and say, I totally get that, Barb, that you guys wanna think about it. If I made a call to my manager to see if we could get you a better deal, would that help you make a decision today? At which time you can do a manager call or whatever and see if you can throw in additional bonuses or get them to act today by giving them one month free to try it out or free additional items or set them up to where they just do three months instead of a whole year's plan. Um, and as a last ditch effort, you can do a price reduction, but that is a last ditch effort because really, if someone doesn't see the value in your product, it doesn't matter the price. Like really, you could knock it half price and if it's not solving a problem for them, they're not gonna, they're not gonna purchase. So that's always my last ditch effort, but you can work on getting them a month free or additional little bonuses that just kind of entice them to make a decision today to act now while you're with them. Now, in the case that you feel as though you've given it your absolute all, you've solved all their problems, that these people are just really wanna think things through. They wanna think about their purchase before they make the decision. That's great. Leave them with material that edifies your product and schedule a concrete time to follow up. I would often, 
whenever I would leave a home and I knew that they were going to think about it, I'd say, okay, here are some testimonials and some phone numbers of some of my happy customers in the area who are happy to answer any questions that you guys have about the service. And for real, I have over the moon, happy solar customers who were happy to get phone calls to talk about their experience and have people over even to like check out the panels in person. So this helped to solidify the value of my product. So when possible, while leaving the person who was thinking about it, I would leave them with all of the information of nearby happy customers and I would email over bullet points of the things we discuss and highlight the solution my product provided to their problems and their concerns. So leave them with all of that information. It's vital and crucial to the follow-up. And then be sure that you actually follow up. Don't let this slip through the cracks. Following up is really important. It's following through on what you say you're gonna do and you're gonna follow up on the time and day that you've outlined with them that you guys are gonna follow up on before you ever leave their house. And if in the event they don't answer your phone call, follow up, follow up, follow up. My motto with the follow up is you keep following up until or unless the person tells you never call me again. Because really, life gets busy. As I talked about just a few moments ago, life is busy. Sometimes tragic things occur and a no answer is not a no way. So keep that in mind during your follow-ups as well. And I cannot emphasize enough, if you say you're going to follow up at a certain time, be sure that you follow up, it's important. And do not leave the ball in their court. Follow-up is in your court. So you schedule a concrete time, you give them two options. I have these two days available and these time slots available, which works best for you. And then the ball is in your court as the sales representative to do the follow-up. Don't wait for them to call you back. Objection number three, it's not in our budget. The thing with this objection is that value is a matter of perspective. It's a matter of perception. What we are willing to spend money on is a matter of perceived value. So what are some examples? A mom who's willing to buy her kids new clothes but won't spend money to get her hair did. A girl buying a Louis Vuitton bag but not willing to save enough money to buy a down payment on a home or vice versa. She passes on the Louis Vuitton bag so that she can save long term for her home. Price is based around a person's personal values problems and desires and it's your job as the person presenting the product, the educated advisor or salesperson to uncover these things so that you can effectively sell the product and you do this during the rapport building portion of your presentation so that you can solve those problems, uncover their values, their desires before you even start to present and this will prevent this objection from ever occurring. So a common saying in the sales world is that your prospect doesn't want to buy a drill, they want a nice clean hole in their wall. So give your prospect solutions and the price will be of no objection. And if at the end you feel like you've given it y'all all, you've solved all their problems, you're aligned with their values, and they still say that the price is out of their budget, you can respond with, okay, I can understand that, I totally respect budgets. Do you guys like this product? And is the price the only thing standing in your way? Okay, so what I've worked out with other customers who are on tight budgets as well is a payment plan. Let me run the numbers and see what we can do for you. Or what I've done in the past is that if you know that the customer really does want this product and her budget is the issue and you really want this sale, <laughs> So when I was selling alarm systems, I would run into elderly customers who were literally on a super tight budget. 
Like they were on social security and there was no room to budge much, but they really wanted this security system. So what we would do is we I would sit and brainstorm with the customer and we would look at their budget and, and think like, okay, how can we cut costs here? How can we save money here? How can we make room for this? And we'd save money on their internet bill or I know a home refinance guy and we'd work it out. We'd find ways that they could save money in other areas of their lives to make room for the purchase. So I cannot emphasize enough on behalf of both the salesperson and the prospect that where there is a will and a strong desire, there is a way. It just comes down to how important the product is to the customer, how much they perceived value in your product or your service, and how important the sale is to you. Or as a last ditch effort, if possible, you can negotiate the price and the negotiation of price should always be the very last thing you try and do if it's even possible for your product or service because the reality is <laughs> i've said it a million times in this video but if someone does not perceive enough value in your product you could slash the price in half and they still won't buy um, with that being said as well if price is really the issue and you can negotiate the price it needs to be presented in a way that you don't do this often. Mm, let me make a couple phone calls, run the numbers, and see if I can tweak the numbers a bit to make this work. Because girl, your product is worth every one of your prospects' pennies. It's a quality product. In addition to that, you don't want your prospect to feel like you could have given them a better price from the get-go. When you do work out these negotiations, if this is available for your product, you want to get a commitment from your prospect before you offer a lower price or a deal such as one month free. And you do this by saying, okay, let me run the numbers and see what I can do. If I can get the price to a number that makes more sense to you, would you guys make the purchase today? AK, is it worth my time and energy to go see what I can do? Do you really want this or are you just saying it's too expensive? At which point, if they say no, then you move into the actual deeper objections because rarely do people ever just say, nah, we're not interested. Usually it's followed up with why they're not interested, at which point you can circle back and add a whole bunch of value and solve any of their concerns. Objection number four, the price is too high. Okay, so it's out of our budget is one thing, but the price is too high is something a little different. But it also circles back to perceived value, and this objection shows that there isn't enough perceived value, at which time, girl, you gotta circle back and reinforce why it's worth every one of your prospects' pennies, whether you gotta seriously break down the time and energy it takes for every piece of the project to be created or how rare and valuable the item or service really is and or really show them how much your product is going to serve them. So if you make rare gem jewelry, tell them how you find these gems, where they come from, how you polish them, how you create each piece individually, how much time and energy goes into it and how you'll make it unique for them. Like really go into the details of that and demonstrate and highlight the value, why your product is priced at what it's priced at. Now, if this objection does surface, say, Tom, I, I hear what you're saying. What would make the price make more sense for you? At which time they will start telling you why they don't believe it's worth this price or what they thought it would be, at which time you can then circle back and create more value. And five, the last most common objection, I'm working with someone else. 
This objection typically occurs at the start of any presentation or during the qualifying questions portion of your pitch or your phone call, at which time the best response is, Okay, Tom, I totally get that. I don't know if you've gotten any other quotes, but my meetings take about 30 to 45 minutes and I'll show you all that our company and product has to offer and how it's a bit different from the company that you're working with now. You're working with a great company, but we do offer things a little bit different. And then I'll leave that information with you so it's purely educational and you can make more of an informed decision if you're open to that. And then I pause and I wait for a response. A lot of people are open to getting multiple bids and it just makes them a more educated consumer when they do this. So it's really in their best interest. So don't take that first answer as, oh, I'm out. Rather give them a few more bids, like show them what else is in the market so that they know what's available to them and what your specific product has to offer. Now say they do say yes and you get an appointment with them. When you're in the meeting, you definitely don't want to bash the other company, but rather talk highly of the other company and even higher of your products and your services because they may just go with you because they like you more and bashing the other company won't work in your favor to building rapport and getting them to like you more. So stay clear on that. Really focus on that's a great company. We're a great company too. Look at all of the things that we have to offer. This is what we can do for you in contrast. And perhaps you guys are par and par, you and the other company. But again, because you were so respectful and were so articulate in explaining everything, they end up going with you. Above all else, I cannot emphasize enough when it comes to these objections is you gotta be strong up front about the problems and adding a ton of value during your actual presentation and then work to address all of the most common concerns because you'll hear the same things over and over again. Or if you're just new, like you can Google common concerns or talk to people in your industry, talk to the, your top performers, your upline, whatever it may be, and really get clear on these concerns so that you can squash them before they even surface during your presentation. And girl, remember, before you can ever sell anyone else, you must first be sold yourself and overcome any internal personal objections that may be holding you back from giving your prospect and presentation your all. And there you have it, the five kind of six-ish most common objections. If you have any additional objections that you want to address or questions that you want answers to, come join my sales community. It's so much fun. You get direct access to all my sales insights and nearly immediate answers to all of your questions. Like literally I try and respond as quickly as possible. So the link for that is in the show notes. Go check that out. Above all else, I hope you remember and know that you are capable and strong, totally amazing. No dream or goal is too big or silly, whatever that dream or goal may be. And the time is now.